And welcome back. Welcome uh, for those back. of you coming in directly after the Joker review, thank you for coming right back in because I'm posting these one right after the other for you guys. Uh, for those of you coming in uh, a little late, welcome to The Nap, episode 10. Episode 10. And I actually knew it was episode 10 yeah, this time. I was confident. I was, con- that I was confident with it this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, uh, we're without Gerald today. But uh, we want to hear a lot of talking out of you because we didn't get to go to New York Comic Con and you did. Mm-hmm. So you got to fill me in, bro. Yeah. Well, at the same time, I didn't really get to go to New York Comic Con. No, I got to go I, to my booth. I in know New you're York camping Comic-Con. a camping a book booth for a while. <laughs> yeah. How uh, how'd the book do? Uh, it it did great. I I brought uh, my old books there, of course. Um, the, the Halcyon the fierce, Garden. The the Halcyon Garden was the new book. I I took one box of thirty books there. And sold them all out in like two days. Um, they oh, did perfect. really well. Yeah, wonderful. I, I should have brought more, but it was kind of a testing ground. Sure. Um, and then sure. we we worked on selling the other books, but it was great, man. I had a really good time. the The place was packed as ever. You know, this is our fourth year there, and I I do distinctively remember the first couple years we were there. Um, your Thursdays and your Fridays were not as crazy as your Saturday, but now it's just like every day, it, all four days is just berserk. That's that's good though. It I is. Mean, you want that? It is, and we had a really good spot this year. We had a new spot for the first time, and it was right in the mix of things. and And I did get to see some stuff while I was there, but yeah, it was a really fun experience for sure. So, what, what were the what were the highlights outside of your? Uh, outside of your book stuff. Well, uh, Maddie dressed up, uh, my wife Maddie, she dressed up as the Joker, as Joaquin Phoenix's Joker for Friday and Saturday. So we got to go see the Joker after the con with her in makeup, and that was really cool. If you follow uh, DC on Instagram, you can actually catch that photo. They posted, uh, they featured her on their uh, cosplay post. Yeah, so that was legit. They took a picture of her and a couple other Jokers and said which one was best. And I might be biased, but I think she was best. Uh, and then uh, we took some amazing pictures of her around Times Square, and that was really cool. And um, the, Actually, one of the highlights was we were walking back from that Times Square going to get dinner on a Saturday night. It's crazy packed, uh, uh, just the streets in general. And I was walking down the street, and I looked over to the guys walking next to me, and it was Bob Hall, who's a, oh, a, a great artist uh, down from Lincoln, um, I've, 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 uh, you know, gone out to dinner with him a couple of times, had some drinks with him at Grand Island Comic Con and he's a great guy and he just happened to be walking right next to me. And I re- <laughs> he's a, uh, he's kind of a unicorn for me because I've heard about him in several situations. I know yeah. he's nearby, but I've never, yeah. I've never actually met him. Well, and he has a history of wor- he's worked for Marvel and, and DC in the past. He's, yeah. um, he, he knew a lot of those original SNL guys. He was at the Caddyshack, uh, launch party he's he's got a crazy history but the fact that he was just standing right there you know just another guy from nebraska and i reached out to him and said hey and he was kind of shocked and he was like holy crap you know the 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 likelihood of us you know uh, seeing each other of all places yeah so that was fun um going around uh, arcade one up had a had a big uh, block there uh with all they had the new star wars uh arcade which i want bad like (laughs) so bad we played that. They had the giant, like, 50-foot arcade where the buttons are as bigger than your hand. <laughs> so I played that with Maddie. Um, that's the best part of having the exhibitor pass. You get to walk around, you know, like, when it's before it's open yep. and kind of see yeah, everything. Yeah, get in there before all the craziness. Yeah, so that was great. Um, 
and then just being in New York, you know, it was it was a great weekend to be in New York. We did some bike riding. We went to some restaurants, and it's just a good time. New York Comic Con, though, my my wife went to some panels. She saw like the Picard panel, um, and and the trailer that came out of that was a really great trailer. Um, did you ex- already watch that one? I did. I did. Okay, I'm sorry, I was that. there. No, that's all right. Uh, the Expanse had some people there. That was really cool. Um, it was great. It was a great. Uh, uh, oh, uh, you know, for the people that are still fans of Walking Dead, um, Lauren, what's her name, uh, Maggie, she's coming back, and she made an appearance there. So it was a very lively weekend, even though I was behind a booth for most of it, but it was fun. Good stuff. Yeah. We are um, we are pushing. Uh, I'm going to try and arrange it to where we can actually make it to one of the Comic-Cons next year. I don't know which one, mm-hmm. um, but I'm making it kind of a Nerf Herder's goal that – at least two of us. Yeah. Because I don't know if our schedules will actually line up to where mm-hmm. all three of us will get to go. We never know. Right. Um, but I want to get it to where the Nerfers actually make it to either San Diego Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Preferably both. That'd mm-hmm. be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Or at least Star Wars Celebration. Oh, right. Uh, Star Wars cool. Celebration is a big one for me. I really want to be able to make it out for that one. Yeah. I'd love uh, to go to that or I'd love to go to San Diego just as a person that goes. People yep. are already buying San Diego Comic-Con tickets right now. I don't know how, but they I think they're already released or they're about to release, but yeah. That's a con that I would love to go to just to go, not not to have a booth. And I haven't gone to a con in a long time, like ye- maybe like 5 years without having a booth, and I yeah, kind of miss it. I the only cons that I've been to in the last couple of years have been ones that I've been in yeah, so, like I, yeah. Haven't, I haven't had the chance to actually just be like, oh yeah, no. I no. miss it, man, and especially with something like that where, I mean, especially at New York Comic Con, even with going, I every day I went like two hours early to get about thirty minutes to set up the booth again, and then walk around, and even then I didn't see half of it. You know, I felt like yeah, I was just no rushing around, and you know, like you, yeah. And then when I do try to get out from my booth during the day, if I had like a helper, it'd mainly be to do like a restroom break. And if you're, and if it's not, you're just standing. You're just, you know, you're doing the little pitter patter th- yep. through the through the mob. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, there's. I love those events, man. And there's always people that you know bitch and complain about oh, there's too many people or whatever. But it's a fantastic experience. It's also New York City. I mean, where right house, <laughs> right? You're gonna get that no matter what. Yeah. Um, I would actually, I'd love to do a photo set of Maddie and her Joker garb. What was was that Alexa? That was Alexa. <laughs> She's flattered. I didn't say about it. my wife's um, Joker garb. I didn't say anything to you, you crazy bitch. That's <laughs> that was so weird. That's funny. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, that'd be cool. Um, I'm sure. She, I think Prefer- she's gonna probably do before it gets too crazy cold. Yeah, well, she's gonna <laughs> do it again for Halloween. But uh, I'm sure she'd love to do that. I'll, I'll, I'll let her know. She she probably love Gotta that. Gotta hit up downtown. Yeah. She, freak out, she freak did. Out some she, bystanders. It looked great. I mean, she did it. She did. She yeah, did she really did a well. really good job with it. Like so. we saw one of the progress photos that you reposted, and then mm-hmm. like the final product. Yeah, I didn't see the final product until I saw it on DC's uh, Instagram page. I was like, that looks like Maddie. Yeah, that yeah. looks that looks an awful lot like. Uh, that looks like and Josh's you're the one wife. that told me about it. Now yeah. it's like holy shit. I sent you a screenshot That's of it. Right. Like, holy but, shit. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. That was really cool. That was really something. So like, thanks for sharing. I, that. I only saw. I had only seen her face from the progress photo that you mm-hmm. sent, and I was like, "That mm-hmm. looks an awful lot like her." Yeah, I wasn't. My grandparents sure. weren't very happy. They're like, "She didn't dress up as that Joker, did she?" I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh, 
<laughs> but, but everybody else is like, oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. No, dude, it was great. Mm-hmm. It was a really good show. It was a good costume. Yeah. Um, pass that along. I really, I really want to, uh, I really want the Nerf Herders, or at least myself. <laughs> just, I just want, I just want to go to you a just con. just want an excuse to go. I just want to go to a con. Um, one of these big ones once in my life, mm. just once in my life. But, um, yeah, so those of you who are listening, I mean, if you want to if you want to throw us a few bucks, let us know, and we'll we'll try and figure out a way to get out there. Of course, I'll do a bunch of filming. We'll yeah. give you a bunch of filming and, yeah. fo- and photos and recaps and all the news that we can possibly get to you. We should try to make a relationship with Reed Pop because they're, I mean, other than yeah. San Diego, they do New York and C2E2 and Emerald, and I think they do Star Wars Celebration. They do, like, all of them. So, yeah, yeah Reed yeah, Pop is do. huge. We should. I don't know. Reed Pop. Come on, come on, make something happen. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a relatively decent photographer. I can, I can provide content as well while I'm out there. Yeah, help you guys out. Yeah, you don't, you don't need the help, but I can help you guys. Yeah, out. they don't need it, but you do need it. Yeah, all the help you can get. Um, did the so like you're up in New York Comic Con when uh, Martin Scorsese decided to uh, bash the Marvel films, weren't you? Yeah. Did you did you hear about that right away? Or? I did, I did. Well, it, yeah, because the conversation is just constantly going there. So yeah, I heard about that, and um, of course the backlash was crazy. I mean, he kind of shot himself in the foot because I don't think he's his. You know, his first comment they were specifically asking him about Marvel, but the more he's talked about it, I think he's talking about more than just. Uh, superhero films, but yeah. yeah, it started with Marvel. It was definitely a it was definitely a pain point having Marvel being mentioned because uh, he's certainly not, um, not limited to just Marvel, right? Because I mean, Martin Scorsese. Don't get me wrong, he has made some great films. I mean, uh, Taxi Driver, which heavily influenced Joker and the King of Comedy, and he the King of Comedy too. He's got, uh, of course, Goodfell- he's got some deadbeats under his under his belt too. But yeah, yeah he's a uh, I I actually like I hadn't seen Goodfellas until like the last year or so, and actually really liked that oh, film. Oh really? And so wow. and I've and I've watched it several times since. Like, well, was, and like was, The Departed is is among my top yep. films of all time. I need that to I need is, to I need to see that one because I kind of you kinda, have not seen The Departed. I have not seen The Departed. Oh my god! Can we still be friends? Like that is it's one of the <laughs> so best films. You're ever. sitting in my theater seat. Bring it over. Yeah, we'll watch we it. We need there, to bro. do it. It's so good, man. I've uh, I've seen that film so many times. It's so good. He's got his movie, The Irishman, uh, his three and a half hour epic. Yeah, coming out on Netflix. I, I've I've seen I've seen his talent. Like I'm an aspiring filmmaker. That's that's something that I'm that I'm working towards. Uh, I got I kind of got distracted with photography, trying to work on videography. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, I I can appreciate a good cinematic moment but i gotta tell you uh i really liked goodfellas but certainly didn't make me cry tears of joy like the marvel films have <laughs> i was like well if it's a theme park movie i don't give a shit so let's talk about what his actual quotes were yeah. um uh, his first quote before the theme park quote yep. he was specifically asked about the mcu and asked if he'd seen the films and he said i don't see them i've tried you know but that's not cinema honestly the closest i can think of them as well as they are made with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances as theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. And, you know, I mean, I don't mean to call you an old man, but that's just like, that's just like every argument you've ever heard 
against comics in general, you know, like yep. comics have always been bashed on. I mean, they were kind of like back in the forties and whatever they were like, they were like, you know, they, they weren't the same top co- type of comics you read now, but I mean, they've always been bashed on and, uh, and they've, they've definitely, they've stood the test of time, you know, but it's always been like, Oh, I read books. You read comics, you know, like that's a, uh, that's there. That's not real, you know. Content. Yeah, it, it's it's really uh, it's really cheap to to assume that because of their subject matter that they cannot possibly convey emotion right. or a proper story to anybody. And the actors it, doing the best they can under the circumstances. Like, like what? There's some great actors that have done great films outside of the Marvel universe, and they only bring that into the Marvel universe. Um, I mean, we've had some. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's a great actor, and Robert he's Downey the, Jr. what he's brought to the role. Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo. There's so many great names, you know, and I don't, I don't think anybody sees them as, um, as uh, uh, you know, going low for these type of films or just. They're definitely not in. slumming it to make these no, films. Like no. they're they're hard work. They're still, they're still tough. But when he talks about theme parks, I feel like he talks. He's talking more about blockbusters and. Because if you think about it, there's, you know, like Mission Impossible and any type of franchise film are they have franchises have been taken over the theaters and there's less of those. There's less movies that aren't a reboot or that aren't a sequel. And this is an age old discussion. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if it's working, it's working. And to be fair, yeah, there's there's not a lot of dramas that make it big. There, There really aren't. And 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 Scorsese himself hasn't had a ton of big movies lately, and I think it's it's not surprising that his three and a half hour epic is not coming out in theaters. It's coming out in on Netflix, and um, you know you're gonna have the people that are like, this is three and a half hours of perfect film, and then you're gonna have other people that are gonna say this is a great film, but it's a little bloated. And there's probably a reason why it's coming out on Netflix because Netflix will allow it and stuff like that. Yeah, three three and a half hours is quite a bit to sit through. Now, granted, that... I haven't seen the film, and it could be amazing. It could yeah, be absolutely yeah, amazing. It could be. But it this sounds exactly like Spielberg uh, a year ago talking about how Netflix shouldn't be in the Oscars. It just sounds like an old guy in the industry who has a name for himself it seems to be bashing on the new trend. And yeah, yeah it is yeah. a trend, but it's a working trend and clearly it has a fan base. It's I mean it's really when it comes down to it it's just really a lack of understanding of the technology. And it's like this is how people are going to be consuming media now. Does it matter where they mm-hmm. actually get the does it matter where they see this media? It yeah. should be about the media itself. Oh, it doesn't yeah, matter where thing, it yeah. came from. Right. Like, well, just I, because just because somebody didn't go and watch Stranger Things in a theater does not make it any less good yeah. of a show. Yeah, and I know that's not a, the perfect comparison, but like, right? It's still somebody putting some hard work into something, and yeah. and you know, I mean, I I am not the biggest fan of Disney. I they put out a lot of shit that I think gets a pass because it's Disney and because people see it, but. These Marvel films have have they've they've been out for well, this is twelve years now, eleven, twelve years, um, and and they have put out more amazing films than subpar films, and like like a, a crazy 
more. It's it's not 50-50. It's not even 80-20. It's like 95-5. to 5. With a 5, they're not shit films. They're just not as good as the other films. Yeah. Like... But, it, like, there is... It's not easy to have this type of cinematic universe. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And just because it's not your thing doesn't mean you know you should bash it and honestly scorsese has has been like a name in hollywood for so long people are gonna respect his opinion but i think more people are just coming out as dude you're you're sounding like an old man who's just complaining because you're not a part of it you know yeah and honestly fuck man i'd watch a scorsese marvel film i would too I but would. he's not gonna like, do it because he thinks he's above it for some reason yeah and honestly we're the the reason that I didn't get too upset about it, I think it's stupid. I it's think it's a, I think it's a dumb comment, but I'm not getting too upset about it because him saying that isn't robbing us of our experience. It's not, and most people aren't paying attention to it. Honestly, yeah. the media is trying to make it bigger than it is. But if I, anything, he has stopped anybody from one like anybody who hasn't anybody from the Marvel audience, like that that core audience that they have, who are really into comic book films, mm-hmm. don't explore too much into other film genres. Mm-hmm. If anything, there might he might have done more damage to himself than anything else, being being like, well, he said that the movies that I love aren't cinema, so why would yeah. I bother seeing his stuff? It's but probably not going to be up my alley. Right, but he's past this point now because he's already rubbing shoulders with Netflix, which is you know uh, a bad thing to do, according well, to people like Spielberg. According to his buddy Spielberg. Yeah, but you <laughs> I know, don't, I don't know if they're buddies. But think about it. I mean, <laughs> the Joker. A lot of people would say that visually and storytelling wise is very inspired by Scorsese's works, and that should be a compliment and not a bashing. You know, like it's just. The thing is, uh, comic book films are having their day. And yeah, uh, I think a lot of people thought their day would have been done five, ten years ago. But apparently it's not. And it's not, you know, it's taken 80 years to get here. You know, like these these stories have been around since 1939. It's not, (laughs) you know, and they only really started getting taken seriously within the last decade. So. You know, at let least them with have the general their moment. Populace, Shit, anyway. you know, yeah. Well, but still, like, there were some comic book films in the '80s and the '90s, but not to this degree, not to this much. Yeah, if if uh if you had uh, if the only superhero film that you had seen was Supergirl, uh, you would have thought that there was no hope for that cinematic sure. universe whatsoever. Sure. And like, you know, <laughs> Batman '89 and Superman, they got their day in the sun, but they didn't get this day in the sun. You yeah, know, like. It's it's a lot bigger now and it's more mainstream than than niche and you honestly know, if he really wanted to get down to the nitty gritty of it expectations for Scorsese aren't as high as they are for the Marvel films because yeah. you've got a huge fan base that are already entrenched into this content and they mm-hmm. already are very familiar with the subject matter mm-hmm. like there's if you come at them with an original idea for a character who's in an established universe for so long and you fuck up his character mm-hmm. the 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 pushback mm-hmm. like the the backlash is a lot more fierce yeah but uh, than if the rev than if wolf of wall street hadn't been perfect right and th- here's the other thing though i don't understand why it's scorsese that's making this comment like i could see some young up-and-comer director that only wants to do niche dramas that can't get a time in in the office because they're all talking about the next Marvel film. Whereas Scorsese, 
Apparently, if he wants to make a three-and-a-half-hour movie, there's somebody willing to buy it from him. Like, if anybody shouldn't be complaining, it's him, because he can just write his own ticket. He's had some duds recently, like Silence. That movie looked good, but no one saw it. I haven't seen it. But here's the thing, like, even though uh, superhero films are getting recognized a little bit more now, they're getting a little more Oscar stuff, uh, things like the Oscars and the Golden Globes are still going to people like Scorsese. They're still recognizing the films. They're, mm-hmm. It's not just who made the bigger box office. Like, I'm still going to see The Irishman. Like, yeah, I saw after, after seeing it, especially knowing that it's coming out on Netflix, that actually elevates it for me because right. I don't have to leave the house to experience right. this film. For a movie that long, yeah, I, I, that, it's where rough it probably to go to could be like a like a three-parter, you know. Honestly, it, event, I'm surprised if, they didn't build it that way. Endgame should have had an intermission. Like, <laughs> yeah, they right. very much should right. have at a midpoint been like, "All right, uh, bathroom break, yeah, refills." At least you're gonna be able to pause it with the Irish. It's like I don't know about everybody else, but I cannot ration even an extra large popcorn over a three-hour movie. Yeah. It can't be done. I was done. I was done before the first hour of Joker was over. Okay, right, like, I right. need, I need more. I think until, even though the Oscars are just you know a, a discussion in themselves, until the awards and and the general movie going uh, community, until it gets to the point where they only care about who made the most money, um, then this argument is not valid. There's still yeah. a lot of praise for smaller films. There's still a lot of praise for dramas. For non-action films, there's there's always been a blockbuster, and then the other films. This isn't new. This is just nope. the new type of blockbuster. Spielberg was about blockbusters for the longest time. You know, you you mm-hmm. things like Jurassic Park was not an artsy film. It was a blockbuster. You know, you had films like that. that it's is a- just now the modern blockbuster is a comic book film, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's funny because Jurassic Park is an actual theme park movie. I know. (laughs) Yeah. um, They've they've also, unfortunately, since Spielberg's involvement has has left, they've really gone downhill, though. Oh, I know. Um, I'm yeah. I I I took my time seeing Jurassic World uh, one and two, and I'm I'm glad I did because if I had paid money to see those films, I would have been upset. Yeah, and I Uh, could talk all day about the short that recently came out that was just dumb. Yeah. Um, um, since we're, since we're kind of on this, uh, you know, what? I'm going to, I'm going to name this episode just as like kind of our, our flash podcast. Like we're, yeah, gonna, we're going through the stuff pretty quick. Do it. Um, so, uh, I, I was very excited about this because like, and we had talked about, uh, Tom Holland, uh, mm-hmm. finding mm-hmm. out that his character, they couldn't Marvel and, uh, Sony couldn't come to an agreement on how to handle the future for him. Yep. Um, and I can't remember what my final consensus was. I th- I think that I sort of felt that there was still hope that he would come back. Like the discussions weren't over. Uh, I don't think anybody thought so. But I think Sony was, was trying to make you think so. They there was a us. lot of media outlets too who were yeah. like, "Well, it's over. There's no hope." Sony and, was like, "We've shut the door for good or for now or whatever." And I'm like, "I don't believe you." Yeah, it, it was <laughs> it was kind of tough to believe. But then finding out that he's back, and. Uh, I don't. I don't remember reading if they if they had released what the financial agreement had finally come to. If they'd kept what they originally had, or if Sony final finally buckled down and was like, all right, fifty fifty, whatever. No, um, um, they released part of it. Yeah, they said that. Uh, so Disney had originally come in at fifty fifty. Um, it's now down to twenty five. 
so they they up their it's their, quite a significant increase. It, they so. up their significant increase from five percent to twenty five. That is significant, but. Um, and they do have now producers. They're going to be producing 25% of the film. But that is still considerably less than 50%. That means that Sony retains 75% of the producing um, uh, 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 amounts, which means they, they own majority. They're not splitting their yep. highest-paying IP with Disney, who sure as hell doesn't need the money. So no. I think as a lot of people have been reporting this as – uh, Sony caved, and it's like I don't see it that way, man. I see it as the biggest kid on the block wanted everything, and these guys stuck it out, and they stuck it out through all of the bullshit backlash from the people that didn't understand what was going on, and they stuck it out through all of the you know the leaked stuff that I guarantee you was uh, Disney that leaked it, and they came back with a better option for everybody. Sure, Disney's gonna make more money. But they're not going to make as much as they wanted it to, and Sony is retaining the, their control. Mm-hmm. But it's temporary. Yeah, um, it, but the hope is a lot stronger than it was before. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it's nice that they, they found something. For, yeah. for me, it was really about the story element because uh, I didn't feel like if they had to lose him there that they'd be able to close it out. In a yeah, it was spot. a weird spot. Like, it would have been a really abrupt place And to I think end that's why Disney pushed it because they thought that they had him in a corner. Yeah. But yeah, so now the the new agreement is for one more Spider-Man solo film and one more Spider-Man appearance yeah. in a bigger Marvel film. And, and that could be enough to wrap up his character or just enough to tie them over to the next negotiation. Yeah. Um but also uh he's getting uh he's appearing in a Sony film. I remember I remember seeing oh, something yeah, about yeah. that that he's that he's going to have a Sony that he's going to have either I don't think it was his own f- Sony standalone but I think it was an appearance in another Sony film, and a lot of people are assuming that's that's going to be the next Venom. Yeah, because uh, Morbius is past past that point. I yep. think they've already wrapped that up. Yep. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I think it's definitely temper. It's either, t- yeah, it's definitely temporary because they it, it could have been they're just giving them enough to wrap up the story. But I still think Disney's going to come back and in five years and be like, okay, let's have this talk again. <laughs> you and know. And you know what? I'm fine. Like. Honestly, the only thing that I'm worried about is the bickering getting in the way of them still putting out a good story. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 my biggest concern. And as long as they can avoid doing that, I don't care who's getting paid. I really don't. I mean, Sony isn't exactly strapped for cash either. They're not. But again, I, I did feel that they were making a stand and and I I think that was it's a worthy you know, stand too like they definitely should have Yeah been and you know I it. I think it's probably cuz they've already talked about now Disney there's a rumor that Disney's considering buying them out and I uh not Sony completely but buying buying the rights Sony back Mar- to Spider-Man Sony uh or 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 just buying Spider-Man back from them which is going to be a big toll and you know what that's just what they've been doing they've been clearing house for the past about 5 years yeah. uh and uh and you know, I think Sony probably sees that and is like, why should we get the short end of the stick when you're shelling out billions to get all these other properties? You want Spider-Man so bad, we're going to play a little hardball. And, you know, from a business standpoint, I can't hate him for that. No, I, 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 but, I fully yeah, agree. At the same time, as a fan, I want good Spider-Man films. Uh, I really, I've grown, Tom Holland has grown on me. 
a lot. Uh, I I don't know. He's, he's my favorite Spider Man that I've that I've seen portrayed. He's definitely grown into 100%. the role a lot, and I've, I've really started to appreciate him. And but he said that he was going to be in it no matter what, and I think that was probably a smart thing on him. But of course, but then there was I don't know if you saw the other uh, talk was that he called Bob Iger um, when this first came out. Um, he called Bob Iger. Um, it was at um, D23, and he was uh, walking around uh, trying to find uh, trying to find Bob Iger's number, and he was he was just talking to Disney people like I need to talk to Bob Iger, and enough people finally was like, okay, we'll let Bob know that you're trying to call him, and then they got him uh, they got him on a phone conversation, and he was like, look, I I know this is crazy, but y'all need to figure this out. And and Bob uh, really appreciated that Tom himself was trying to reach out to him, yeah. and that apparently influenced it. I'm sure it's not as influenced as the media wants you to think it is, but that's still pretty cool that Tom was like, "I'm gonna be here no matter what, but we should try to make this work." Yeah, I mean that's and that's a great story for Tom to have under his belt if, yeah. he, if he was like, "Yeah, no, like I'm I'm on the side of the fans." Yeah, I want to see this story play out. He's our next Tony Stark. We can't lose him yet. <laughs> I know, but at the same time, I could, I could, I would be, that was the only upside to it. It was, um, if, if they did have him go away is that they'd be focusing less on the Tony Stark stuff and more on the Spider-Man stuff. Cause I, I, th- I, th- I thought from the beginning that they relied a little too much on Tony Stark and I just, I just, you know, he's coming into his own now. I want him to be his own. I don't want him to be the next Iron Man. I yeah. thought that was a bad angle to play. I want him to be Spider-Man, man. He's Spider-Man. For I'm, f- I'm fine with him being the next Tony Stark. I'm not fine with him being the next Iron Man. Uh, uh, but I want to. But I want to see him like kind of evolve into this. Like because the the Spider-Man that we're used to seeing is the one who's like he's struggling to hold a job. Uh, like nobody. Like he still has kept his identity secret. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's trying to hold up a job. He's trying to finish with college and stuff like that. I would love to see. Uh, him trying to balance that, but with people knowing his identity, sure. he's trying to get some sort of a higher education, and uh, but he's having to heavily rely on like the Stark Corporation to sort of help him out with that. But they're also like, yeah, we kind of need you to like help us out. Like, yeah, they keep coming to him, be like, hey, yeah, can you help us out with this problem? We don't really know how to, yeah, we don't really know how to solve it or something like that. As long as it's not Pepper who's coming to him, because I like his relationship with Happy a little too much mm-hmm. to have Pepper be involved with it. Yeah, and she's kind of stepped out anyway. But yeah, uh, there was a funny little rumor this week uh, talking about how someone suggested Charlie Cox be um, come back as uh, as, as Daredevil. Daredevil and be Peter Parker's attorney in the next Spider-Man film. I'd, I'd be would, like, oh, that'd be awesome. I would love that. <laughs> Even if he wasn't Daredevil in the whole film, if he was just uh, was just an attorney who just happened attorney. to be blind. No, I mean, glasses. he could be himself. Uh, who was Daredevil? What's his name? Matt Murdock. He could be Matt Murdock, even if it wasn't a Daredevil movie. If it was just Matt Murdock, I'd be. I'd love that. I'd no, love I'm, that's that. what I'm saying, too. Like, yeah. I, like I want to see him as that character. Yeah, that'd be great. And, that, like, they never, like, talk about him being... Yeah. Uh, they'd never mention another vigilante out there. Oh, like shit. That. I totally forgot to talk about this for New York Comic Con. What One of my favorite parts was I got to see Charlie Cox... And Tom Hiddleston on Broadway, uh, they were in a they were in a Broadway play together. Nice. And I was sitting in third row. Um, it's called Betrayal. 
And uh, it was a very, like, very personal uh, Broadway play that they were in. And it was great. And I was like, oh, I'm, it's like uh, Daredevil and, and Loki is on stage, like, five feet away from me. And it was fantastic. And it was so odd because I knew it was about a, a woman who was cheating on her husband with another man. And I didn't, I didn't dive into it any more than that. And I was 100% sure it was a woman who was married to Charlie Cox and was cheating on him with Loki. But it was the other <laughs> way around. And I'm like, who would cheat on Loki? But uh, it was great. Dude, that's kind of like my favorite thing about how many actors are involved in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now mm-hmm. is that when you see them in other stuff, like, yeah. first of all, the meme potential of it is is insane. Right. But, like, like, like uh, another another really great, uh, like, less box office uh, drama that I, that I actually really enjoy watching because of its cinematography. And again, the music is a uh, spotlight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, where it's they cut, film. where it's the investigative journalist mm-hmm. uh, team who cracked the, uh, the pedophile, the pedophilia in the Christian church or the Catholic church. Catholic, yeah. When um, uh, Ruffalo was in that. Yeah. Yeah. You've mm-hmm. got, well, okay. So you've got Hulk, you've got Vulture. That's right. My you've got, there. yeah, you've got Howard Stark. Yeah. And you've got uh, Christine Palmer from Dr. Strange. That's right. Yeah. It's quite the cast. It was a great cast. Yeah. Just just those few, right? <laughs> well, I was just like, geez. How many? I mean, especially with as, as crazy as the MCU has expanded, like the, the potential for crossover is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> like but every actor is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. Yeah. But uh, and then Zodiac, you've got oh, right. uh, you've got Hulk and Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Going at odds with each mm-hmm. other, and then Myster- and now Mysterio's in there too. It's like, jeez, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're getting them left and right. I, I love, I love that. It's just well, there was a there was a nice nice relief in the air because that Spider Man news came out like just like the week before New York Comic Con, and I was kind of surprised they didn't wait till New York Comic Con, but to say it, but uh, there was a lot of Spider Man uh, people at at New York Comic Con, and they were very happy. You could just tell. So that was that, that would have really been cool. a great. Uh, release moment for Marvel to just show up at New York Comic Con and be like, "All right, I know." I'm um, just so surprised it didn't happen. We wanna we wanna introduce to you a new cast member. He's gonna be he's gonna be joining the roster for uh, this next phase. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then they're like, "All right, please welcome our new stage." And and Tom just walks yep. out there and yep. everybody loses their damn minds. But it was cool at the Marvel booth. They had. Um, they had a, a huge glass case and and the actual Spider-Man costume there on display, which yeah, is really I, cool. Yeah, I saw I saw some snippets of that. They had a, they had a lot of juicy merch there. Yeah, they did. That's 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 one thing that I actually really hate missing out on mm. because I've got because I've gotten into this thing where I'm buying up a bunch of nerdy apparel and uh, and perfect like we've got got Mjolnir up on the bookshelf there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got too many lightsabers at yeah. this point now just stacking them now i know right <laughs> there's a bunch of them now um yep. that's that's one of the main reasons i want to go to a con is because there's stuff that i can blow my money on that i can't buy anywhere else because yeah. they do so they do so many exclusives at events like those i actually didn't spend any money this year on new york comic-con i actually you beast. i spent it i spent it on um because the, like I'd, I'd come across the book that I really wanted, and then I would do the stupid thing of Amazon price matching it, and it would be cheaper on Amazon, yeah, yeah, not yeah, through a third party, but through the actual people. And I was like, okay, no, you know, like I, I mean, yeah, they're like they're still getting the money. 
Yeah, not exactly. as exactly. I didn't feel as bad, but uh, there's some cool stuff there. But uh, I usually found buy out some Mondo were... <laughs> records or something, and they weren't there this year. So if you found out people were doing that with your book, though, like how are you, how are you gonna feel about that? Well, but but again, it was like it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like Boom Boom Studios had a huge uh, uh, Power Rangers display, and I really wanted these two books, but they were they'd upscaled them a bit, and I price matched them on through Booms store on amazon and they were cheaper so i bought them through i still bought them from boom yeah i still still, got my money yeah they're still there there. (laughs) all good yeah um like i said this was kind of a uh, catch-up because we were i was originally going to include this as uh an addition to the joker episode but we ended up talking about the joker for like a solid hour because it's It's hard not to go and see it Mm -hmm. um yeah anything Anything else else you want to you want to jump in and chat about no man, I'm finally getting some rest from New York. So yeah. I started a new job the week before New York, and uh, jumped back into it this week, and um, that's been really. My wife is uh, she's she's hardcore Halloween um, decorating. She spent the whole day decorating today, which is pretty crazy. Got Brutal. some cool pics. So yeah, I'm just kind of enjoying the post-con life right now i don't have any shows coming up for a while so i'm gonna be working on some projects but uh, well yeah. we've got a uh we've got a we've got a short film that we've i know that we've started writing for yeah that should um, be fun. i haven't made any progress on the wall yet but i actually found a script writing app that's uh that actually allows uh online collaboration oh, okay. and so it'll actually make it really easy for us to for uh, sure. work on those back and forth and make notes yeah, um, that sounds fun. Yeah, I've got I've got three different projects that I'm working on. The one, the main one that I already pitched to you, uh, that I won't talk about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's that one's going to be a big endeavor, and I'm going to have to get a lot of people involved with that one. So that sure. one's going to be fun. Uh, sure. But I might drop a another one that might be a little bit easier for us to make, just to kind of help people like get an example of what we're capable of. Yeah, there's always multiple <laughs> projects going on. Yeah. So we've got I've got scripts being worked on, mm-hmm. written. Um, the uh, photography hasn't slowed down at all. I've got I've got photo gigs out the ass right now. It's just, yep. it's getting crazy to keep up with. Uh, we've got a we've got a couple wedding bookings and weddings are always busy. So sure, those will be those will be a good time. I've got a wedding that I'm in too. Ooh, um, in December. Nice. In uh, December. In wow. December. Yeah, December wedding. It's gonna be outdoor wedding. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope not. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, things are. Things are a little bit slower, but uh, we've still. Uh, uh, for those who keep up with our YouTube channel and are watching this now, you'll you'll know that we haven't had a trailer reaction up in a while, and there have been some trailers that we would I probably know, we react to. Yeah. Um. There were. I saw a couple before Joker was screened. Uh. That I would have thought of. Like, I I kind of wanted to do a trailer reaction to uh 1917. Yeah, um, it looks amazing. It really, it really does. It really looks good. I've um, heard a rumor that it's it's designed to look like it's in one shot, for ooh, the whole movie. See, which that would be crazy. That would be really interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah, that there there have been a few trailers that have passed by. There's been another Zombieland trailer, mm-hmm. um, but I ended up watching that because we just couldn't coordinate schedules. Uh, yeah, it's getting tougher and tougher the closer we get to holiday seasons because people are doing stuff with family. And, I know. I know. Um, we'll have to knock some out soon. Yeah. Plus, I want to talk about. Uh, did I tell you that I finally got a switch? You did. Yeah. yeah and there's so finally. much. I feel like this. This is a whole new world has been opened up to me. <laughs> so. What games did you get for that thing? What did, I, what did you start out with? I got because I got a couple for New York. So I got um, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Perfect. Doom, um, Wolfenstein Two, 
No. Um, and then I got some other ones that I've wanted for a long time, like Hyper Light Drifter. I've wanted that game for forever. It's got a beautiful soundtrack. I remember when there was a Kickstarter for it that was amazing. Um, then I got one other game. What was the other game? So did you download the Super Nintendo Suite? Oh yeah, I got yeah, I got yeah, those. Because yeah. that was my favorite thing that Nintendo, Nintendo Suite did. Super Nintendo Suite, yeah. This is something I I want to start talking about more on on the Nerf Herders podcast and stuff is video game stuff. So if you're if you're into that, there that'd be great. I don't have to do it on yeah. my own. I haven't um, been a Nintendo person for a long time, but every year that I've gone to New York, I've always wanted to have a portable gaming system. Yeah. And for the last <laughs> couple of years, I've been buying like a PS Vita. Or something off off Facebook. Remember, you were saying that you'd buy it up and then you'd yeah, sell it I'd back. Yeah, sell it like, like the week I got back. But this thing is amazing, man. And and, and you know what? I didn't think it was going to be a thing when it first came out because they had that thing that was no mature games. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's bullshit. But then they came out with Doom, and now they've come out with more games. And I love Doom to death. And um, How are you I'm, liking Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild is fucking fantastic, oh, it's man. It's gorgeous. I mean, Absolutely it gorgeous. is. You just you just get immersed in it, and I'm just like, oh, this is I, it's beautiful. A, it's a real problematic game for me because I tend to be a completionist when I'm playing oh, games. Yeah, I want to I want to finish everything, and oh my goodness, there's so there's much, so to do much, in that game. man. And it's peaceful, like yeah, it's so <laughs> peaceful. I'm just like, ah, oh, this is just chilling me out. So, like, I'm at a point in the game where there isn't an enemy that I have trouble fighting anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just finding all of the Korok seeds and right all of the all the shrines. We'll have to stuff. have a switch episode and talk more about this. Yeah, absolutely. So do we'll do a switch episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to get Smash Bros though, so we can play Smash Bros. Together. I know, I know. I need, I a, I need an online fighting partner. Yes, we'll do. Um. But uh, so this one was a little bit shorter than normal. We're looking at a good 40 minutes, though. That's still pretty good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you, Nerf Herders, for tuning in. Uh, Once again, you can catch us on social media. We'll have our links up and all that. But I am uh, at Jones on the lens on pretty much all social media platforms. You can catch Nerf Herders Assemble on just about all social media platforms. And Josh, you're uh, you're entrenched on pretty much all of them as well, aren't you? Yep. What's your your handle there? Oh, God. I don't know. Just search fierce literature. I'm out fierce there. Fierce literature. <laughs> yeah. I remember yours is yours is a little complicated, so we'll uh I'll get yeah. I'll make sure that's posted in all of our descriptions and whatnot. Yeah, I don't remember that shit. I'm just <laughs> out there. <laughs> all right. Uh thanks Nerf Herders. This was episode ten. It was kind of a quick recap. Uh catch up on our ep- other episodes on Spotify, iTunes, uh SoundCloud, coming soon to Google Play, maybe even Amazon, who knows? Yeah. Uh but you can also catch us on YouTube. Uh, we do trailer reactions, all of the sort, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be doing some live broadcasts here at some point soon. I want to do some gaming again. Yeah, that's, that should be fun. But yeah, uh, tune in. Thanks for uh, tuning in next time, and uh, thanks for stopping by, guys. Later. See you.